Welcome in, Eagles Nation, to the Lockdown Eagles podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It's your host, Lou DiBiase, on the show, joining you today on this Sunday night as we kick off game week. It is officially time, Eagles fans, for the Birds to get back on the field to defend their Super Bowl championship this Thursday, September 6th, against the Atlanta Falcons. And it's going to be an exciting one against a team that the Eagles barely beat in the divisional round. You know, that's, that's the crazy part is the ball went right through Julio Jones' hands in that goal line stand for the Eagles. Jalen Mills made a good play on the ball, but Julio should have caught that. And it makes you think of what could have been. It was The Eagles were that close to still not having a playoff win since 2008. And it was probably the most nerve Outside of the Super Bowl last year, that Falcons game was probably the most nerve-wracking game of my life as an Eagles fan since you know, even 2013, there wasn't a lot of expectations for me in that Eagles team against the Saints in the playoffs, so I wasn't really devastated when they lost that one. Maybe 2010 was the last time I was that devastated that a team almost, or I was that nervous to go up against a team in the playoffs. It was against the Packers, that wild card year with Michael Vick, the comeback player of the year season. That was a big one for myself as an Eagles fan, so we get back to it on Thursday, and joining me today on the show, we have a special guest. It's going to be Randon Hall. He is a doctor that writes for TheInjurySource.com, which is all about the sports injuries around the league and the NFL, different leagues as well. He works for high school sports. He's been in the, the college sports field as well and for the, the medical side of things. And, you know, we, we go into speculation all the time about torn ACLs and when Wentz should come back and when he shouldn't and oh he looks really good in the videos so he's close to being cleared for contact he should be going if not this week then next week but I want to get into the actual medical side of this talk about what really goes into rehab what the exact injury was you know what are the risks to him playing is his athleticism going to be held back so we have so many questions to get to with Randon Hall again of the injurysource.com and we're going to get to that now discussing Carson Wentz when he should return when we think he will return all that and more an in-depth conversation about Wentz's injury because that really is the big story Eagles fans I know the Eagles have a really good chance of repeating this year but that still rides and dies with Carson Wentz as good as Nick Foles was last year and the franchise still rides with Carson Wentz it's still all about him even with the roster being extremely deep at every other position it's still all about the quarterback and Carson Wentz is the guy because Nick Foles is a free agent at the end of this year he's not going to be with the team after 2018. Carson Wentz is the face of this team and even if it takes, if say that they had, if they were very nervous about this injury and they didn't play him all year, that's a bad scenario. It's disappointing, but I would still be all for it because Everything that the Eagles do should still be about the growth and the success of Carson Wentz. So let's get into it, our conversation with Randon Hall from The Injury Source. All right, so joining us now today on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, it's Dr. Randon Hall from TheInjurySource.com. You can follow him on Twitter at TheInjurySource. Randon, thank you for joining us on the show today. Got some stuff to talk about as Carson Wentz is still rehabbing that torn ACL the, you know, you saw Doug Peterson with the media today getting antsy, getting more questions about it as the report yesterday from NFL Network's Ian Rappaport came out that Nick Foles is expected to start week one. So that's what we're getting into today is, you know, when is Wentz going to return? Still the severity of the injury, the, the rehab process and the healing process of this, this injury. But first, just uh, let's get a little, I just want to 
get a little background about you. I mean, you, you bring some really good in-depth information on theinjurysource.com, bringing education on sports injuries. Tell us just a little bit about yourself, your medical background, and the site, and the site that you're, you've launched. You, you posted a, a cool mini podcast today about Carson Wentz's injury, and uh, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm actually uh, trained originally as a pediatrician, um, and then got tired of doing colds and um, coughs and stuff like that. So I went back and did a uh, fellowship in sports medicine, um, which basically, you know, entails all of your ortho stuff. And then we do a little bit of primary care uh, for athletes as well. Uh, I worked at, um, uh, as one of the fellows up at University of Cincinnati and uh, Miami of Ohio and helped cover those collegiate teams and uh, moved out to Arizona and, and mainly do high school right now. But looking to get into some other things. Uh, did um, my med school down at Vanderbilt and residency down there too. Uh, so got to know Nashville well and then uh, moved up to Cincinnati and, and eventually got out here to Arizona. Cool. So and you, you've posted a lot about some good NFL topics, discuss, discussing injuries, but let, let's get now into Carson Wentz. And before we get into the recovery process and, you know, speculating as to when Wentz might return this year, because it's like Andrew Luck last year, it's going to be the talk of the Eagles until he plays, regardless of the team's success. Carson Wentz is still the face of the franchise. I still think the team rides and dies with him and his development and his health. So it's really going to be the talk, and it has been all summer. But before we get into all that, let's just talk about Wentz's injury exactly, what he suffered, the severity of it, and what exactly happened with the Rams. Just how serious was this injury for Carson Wentz? And it was more than a torn ACL, right? He tore multiple ligaments in that knee. Yeah, I think what makes him a little bit different is it, it was a multi-lig tear, a multi-ligament tear. So basically, he's he's got his ACL torn, but he's also got his lateral stabilizers. So that includes the LCL or the lateral collateral ligament. But in addition, I did see some reports that his IT band, um, which is which is part of that lateral, lateral stabilizing group, was also partially torn. So you know, you, you're you're limiting forward and backward. Uh, um, instability with the ACL, but side to side instability with that, that lateral um, compartment being injured as well. That's what to me takes it, takes it to another, another level. I don't think it's your, you know, ordinary ACL. If, if that can be an ordinary thing, I think that's, that's what's the difference. So, You've seen the videos, I'm sure, Carson Wentz with warm-ups before the preseason games, throughout the summer, OTAs, training camp, him running around. I know you think that he shouldn't probably play this year, but have you been impressed with, I mean, how does he look to you just through the videos? Obviously, there's more to that, you know, with the medical process. It's not just how he looks, because it's very easy to get caught up in all that. I've, I've done it so far this summer, looking at him running around. It's like, man, that's a guy that looks like he could go out in the field and play, but just how strong does he look through the videos your initial reaction is he farther along in the process and is it I mean can you tell in that movement that he is coming along pretty nicely in the nine months of rehab that he's done I I think you got to break it down to two two separate things so one is the ability to rehab the muscles to do what they used to do and I think he's he's well uh, advanced in that you know I think that the ability that he had to, you know, I guess he threw what 60, 65 throws, you know, warm up um, and just cutting and pivoting. I mean, he looks great, but I think that that's only part of the picture. I think the second component is, 
is healing. So, for example, when you, when you replace an ACL, you're taking a tendon, either the patella tendon or the hamstring tendon, and running that up through the knee to replace right. a ligament. So that's got to become as strong as the ligament was before, and no matter how hard you work on the rehab process, that is going to take time. There's no way any human can make that go faster. And so I think he looks really good, um, as good as you can look, but the strength of that new ACL really doesn't depend on how good he looks, just depends on, you know, human ability to, to, to heal. So, and you don't believe that Carson Wentz, I mean, when do you think realistically, if you were the Eagles and just say you, you ran the medical staff and you, you just had say over the team and when you were fully in charge of when Carson Wentz plays, when would it be for you? Because I'm struggling to get why Wentz wouldn't play this week, but then he realistically plays against the Colts in one week or in two weeks against Tampa, or excuse me, uh, in, against Tampa Bay or then against Indianapolis week three. What is the difference really that a week or two can make in that healing process? I mean, is it even worth it for the Eagles to be that cautious? Or if you're going to play him as early in between like this month from September to October, why not just play him now? Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. To me, I do not see a real big difference between one to two weeks. That just doesn't quite make sense from a physiologic standpoint. I think if, if I had the say in it and, and keeping his long-term health, I, I think this is absolutely you know unrealistic, but you know it would be nice to see him come back around week 12. Um, <sighs> but I think realistically, I, I think if they could add another month on, and maybe come back the first week in October. And okay. I, I took a look at the schedule earlier today, um, and I think that would still, you know, he wouldn't miss an NFC East game, um, if I'm correct. But I, I think that that would be realistic. I mean, I don't really see the, the point of one to two weeks, but, you know, there may be something that I don't know that, that his surgeon knows. Um, I do think that it, it's not going to make a big difference one, one to two weeks. Do you think that, I mean, is there anything that can really be, is, is it the, like, how does the healing process work? I mean, is it, like, in a week, could it really, is there any difference that a week could make? I, I really don't think so. I mean, I think yeah. that it might make everybody feel better. But, right. You know, when, when, when he goes back out there, I guarantee, you know, his surgeon is not going to be like, all right, everything's good. Uh, you know, there's no way he's going to re-injure this, you know, a ACL. I just, he's going to be nervous every single hit he takes, uh, whether that's in four weeks from now, six weeks, or, you know, at the end of the season. Um, I guess, you know, my, my comments about not playing this season, it'll try to be a little bit controversial, but I do think that sometimes we lose sight of the long term in Carson can be around for a long time and he's a phenomenal uh, athlete. And if we have to rely on Foles for the majority of the year, that wouldn't be such a bad thing because we relied on him through the playoffs and, and, and it got the job done. So, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not uh, an analyst of football, but it, it just makes sense to me. Uh, I definitely see the other side of, the, of it, but some people, you know, are focused on repeating. I, I don't understand why we need to repeat at the expense of a possible retail retail oh, right. rates yeah. are higher than you think. The retail, I, I mean, Look, I don't, I don't, I don't need a Super Bowl at all this year. Like I said earlier in the show, it, it still rides and dies with Carson Wentz to me. So if there's a risk of that, I don't want him on the field. But you know, again, he 
he's looked good on the videos. He's about nine months into the rehab now. What is the probability of a re-rupture, you know, nine months in? At this point, I mean, you've, you're not a year in. Like you said, maybe halfway through the year he comes back, and then it really gets stronger because you're bringing in, you know, what, like how you said, you're building a new ACL, essentially. How how strong is it right now, though, you know, nine months in? Is is it still, like, when he's on the field, is is it going to be a risky decision? In the, the, even if no, they say I, I, they I wait don't. a couple weeks. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's more statistics. You're, you're talking probability. So let's say there's anywhere from a 5 to 10% risk of a re-tear, you know, before right. uh, a year. But let's say that after a year, that risk goes down to 1% or 2%. Theoretically, you're reducing his risk of a re-tear by 50%. You know, that, to me, when you're talking about an investment for the team, if I said, hey, hey, I didn't tell you the, 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 the general numbers. I just said, if we wait three months, we'll reduce his risk of retear by 50%. Then it starts to sound good. Right. But if you're talking you know, 10% down to 5%, then that may not be, be the case. I think this is all really theoretical. He could potentially go out and play and have no issues whatsoever. And you know, I'll be wrong, but I think that there is a legitimate risk, although small, and that is dramatically reduced in relative terms if you wait. Does the recovery time differ per person? Like you said, no human can realistically get back, you know, eight months in. I mean, it's going to take time for everybody, but for a guy like Carson Wentz, who everyone's been calling a physical specimen, like, that's the excuse, really, is when people bring up the RG3 recovery time and how, oh, RG3 pushed it back, and the, the response to that a lot of the time is, yeah, but Carson Wentz is just this physical specimen that it looks like you built in a lab. But does it differ per person? Is it is it realistic that he is closer along in his nine months than a lot of other NFL players say, you know, this Thursday. I, I think that that is absolutely realistic, but there's no way to measure that. And and that's the okay. problem is that you're just guessing because you, you can't know um, the, how, how well the ACL has, or the new replaced ACL has, has developed back to its, its normal form. Um, and then some of the, the neuromuscular, so, so the nerve talking to the muscle uh, when you're cutting, pivoting, you know, some of the data suggests that that doesn't really get back to normal until, you know, a couple years out. And so I think that it's very realistic that he, he's as good as he's going to be um, because, okay. you know, you have some variability. That's very realistic, but I think there's no way to prove it. What about for his athleticism? Carson Wentz is a guy that, you know, he part of what makes him great is not only that he's 6'5", over 200 pounds, big arm, very intelligent in the film room and on the field, but it's also that athleticism. It's when the offense, when the structure breaks down and he's got to make a play on the run, using his legs for a big guy like that. Not a lot of players can move like Carson Wentz does at his size at the quarterback position. Does his? I mean, it doesn't look like it again. Through the videos, it seems like he is moving pretty well, but is he going to be restricted at all as a runner after this injury, or is it more, you know, multiple torn ACLs where really, you know, we've seen it with Sam Bradford where his mobility is severely damaged, but is that, like, what, what you know, percentage-wise, that we don't have to give a percentage, but is he going to be able to get close to or identical to what he was before the injury, or is the injury going to have an effect on his career regardless based on athleticism, even if it's just a little bit of an effect? I really don't think so. I think that he's he's got probably the world's best medical staff working on him, 
And, and, and when I see people in the clinic, I tell them, hey, my goal is to get you back to the way you were 100%. I think the only thing that will differ with him um, potentially, you know, is that, you know, mentally, you know, mentally going and, and knowing that, hey, I, I could re-injure this and have to go through um, the process again. But if he's mentally strong, which I'm sure he is, I really do not see any reason why his his agility, his athleticism should be affected even a little bit. And, and in, in fact, I think that he's probably stronger than what he was coming in now. And it's just a matter of that, that, that ligament healing. How has, before we, we wrap up the interview, you know, Adrian Peterson was the first guy that when he, when he suffered that injury and he ran for 2000 yards and just came back in real quick time, it seemed like he raised the bar for expectations of recovery time with these, these torn ligament injuries, especially in the, in, with the knee injuries. But how has the, I mean, how have these players like Carson Wentz been able to come so far in these injuries that back in the day would take at least a year. How has the ACL recovery process changed from the past that these guys are able to get on the field so much quicker? You know, I, I think that it really hasn't changed dramatically. Um, okay. You know, I think maybe some of the surgical technique has changed, but also just, just a little bit more knowledge in the rehab side of things. So, you know, athletic trainers and physical therapies are uh, physical therapists are, uh, you know, pushing the research there. But I think that in, you know, I, harken back to when Jerry Rice was injured, you know, he, he came back super quick, you know, ended up injuring his patella, which he, he blames on, um, coming, returning too fast. So I think that was kind of the pendulum swinging that way. And then, um, I think that, uh, it started switching back to kind of six months and nine months. And then, you know, I think that just, just changes in attitude and investment in athletes has really kind of pushed us to go further out. I, I saw some data in 2014 um, and some of the notable ACL tears were well over um, a month or excuse me, a year, uh, 12 months out, you know, some were 14 months. And so I think that one, it depends on the, the extent that you have a multi-ligament tear, but two, I, I think that it's just a matter of, of knowledge improving over time and, and trial and error and seeing things change um, as, as the years go by. But I, I do think that Adrian Peterson probably went back a little too early. But yeah. again, that could be that could be Carson's situation, and he could be totally ready and, and go out and get an MVP this year. I guess I'm just saying that that Adrian Peterson wasn't um, the team, um, and, and for me, I'd like to see Carson Wentz be around for a long, long time, and I don't want to take that risk. I, I I'm with you there. That's why I mean. I'd like to see him on the field soon, but I totally understand the cautious approach just because, again, how valuable he is to the team. Randon Hall joining us today on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, available as always on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow him on Twitter at The Injury Source and check out his written content, giving you updates and in-depth analysis on injuries in the world of sports at TheInjurySource.com. Randon, thank you for joining us on the show today. Some really good information because, again, you see on Twitter and you see people speculating about the injuries. This is a field that you know you got to really be knowledgeable about to really fully understand the process of Carson Wentz's rehab and the, and the, all the factors in dealing with deciding when to put him in. So we appreciate your insight on the show today, and hopefully we can have you back on the show down the road. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the invite. Randon Hall of the Injury Source joining us right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. 
All right, welcome back to the show as we wrap it up. Some really interesting stuff that he said about Carson Wentz. And like I was thinking yesterday when we were t- discussing the, the the news that potentially Nick Foles could be starting week one, maybe even two and three, was what's the difference between a week or two? You know, is it, again, I like what he said. It's maybe just to make feel, people feel better about putting Wentz in eventually down the road because they did take a semi-cautious approach. But again, like he said, it it might only make a a 5% difference if you wait two weeks. So he comes back against the Indianapolis Colts. You only increase the strength of that new ligament by 5%. I mean, is it really worth it at that point? No. So if you're going to hold him out, might as well hold him out for at least a month, if not more. But again, the, the thing is, is Wentz, like he said, the recovery process does differ per person, and I think that Wentz, you know, it's a risk putting him on the field, but his mobility isn't going to get hampered. Like he said, it might even be stronger than it was before. I'm, I just, I, I'm itching to see Wentz get back on the field, and I know the responsible person in me has to understand if Nick Foles plays the majority of the first half of the year. Don't know if that's going to be the approach because it, I mean, Wentz, his mentality, even the way the Eagles have been sounding. It seems like that they are confident that in the next couple weeks, Wentz could be on the field. If not still Thursday, it's not official that Nick Foles is starting. We saw the whole spat with Doug Peterson in the media today. I wrote an article about it on LockdownEagles.com, so go check that out. But it's not official yet. Doug Peterson could still easily decide if Carson Wentz is clear for contact tomorrow morning or Tuesday's practice that he could be under center against Atlanta Thursday night. I mean, there's look, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, they were splitting reps with the first team 50-50 really throughout the month of August. So if you knew 100% that Wentz was not playing in the first couple of weeks, why wouldn't you give Nick Foles 100% of the snaps with the first team? It shows that Carson Wentz is closer than... I mean, we, we knew that he was coming along really good, but now throughout the past week and a half, it really seemed like the, the narrative was that he wasn't going to play this this week or in the next couple of weeks. Peter King released that, you know, when he was speculating about it, that maybe they don't bring him back until that third game against the Colts, but it's going to be close. We'll see what happens on Thursday. I'm I'm just itching to see Wentz get back on the field, and, you know, I obviously I want whatever is best for Wentz, not even just the team winning this year, although they have this big this this window of opportunity again with the strongest roster in the NFL on paper when you look at it they they're better than they were in 2017 talent wise but it still is all about Carson Wentz and I just don't want to risk re-rupturing that injury but again if uh, unless you're holding him up for a year if the if you're only increasing the odds of uh, avoiding a re-rupture by 10% it's not worth it at that point you play him at whatever he's at, and, you know, you go with that. So whenever the trainers feel comfortable, whenever the medical staff feels comfortable with him taking contact, that's when you give him the go. Like Randon said, they're going to be nervous about it. The surgeon's going to be nervous about it all year because it really doesn't fully get to max strength probably until, you know, three couple months down the road so maybe like he like Randon said a week 12 appearance for Carson Wentz so we'll see what happens maybe full starts the first couple weeks and and I'm I'm okay with that if if they just want to heal it up a little bit more and you know maybe he's a he's really close but 
compared to some other people that might still be a little bit off. Wentz is really close, but he just needs one or two more weeks to work on some things. I'm for it. I'm okay. I'm good with taking the cautious approach, but thought it was really interesting to have Randon Hall on just to get the medical side of it because I don't think everyone fully grasps everything that goes into a decision like this for the Eagles, and it's a big one, and we only have four more days to make it. That's going to do it for today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, available as always on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow to give our AFC predictions. Gino Camilleri returns to the show. And then our crossover podcast with Locked On Falcons on Tuesday, previewing Thursday's season opener. The season is officially here, Birds fans, as we defend our 2017 Super Bowl championship. That's going to do it for today. Follow me on Twitter at DiBiaseLOE. I'll see you tomorrow. Let's go, Birds!